This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to bet 100 bucks and get 100 bucks at sportsgivenpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgivenpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. All right, DJs, welcome back. We're going to do a, a little Amex recap, a little Farmers Insurance Open preview, and uh, I don't know, um, a eulogy for, uh, for for betting outrights, maybe? What do, you, what do you think, Steve? It's your boy, Boston Capper, with Steve, the God of Golf. What's up, man? Uh, I mean, uh, it was a eulogy for a lot of stuff for me this weekend. Uh, eulogy for the Giants. Uh, yes. uh, eulogy for probably $20 million that Daniel Jones lost and has guaranteed uh, money for his next contract. <laughs> uh but you know what i woke up today because i actually i had guys in the mix despite yeah. a lot of bullshit that we were talking about back and forth about how we knew that it was gonna end i posted in the mix i had sung jay in the mix i did uh my new segment uh fumble bed of the week sam burns good ad uh you know yeah. i mean thank Solid. i but thank you to everybody on twitter apparently who mushed him and crowned him after <laughs> thursday I, I really appreciate that guys thank you <laughs> But you know what? I, I woke up today. I was like, you know what? Because I sat through three hours of bullshit last night seeing Eagles fans who've been losers their entire life other than one night. One night. And I saw them just, one, one just high-step in and just dunking on Giants fans. And you know what? I thought today maybe the universe was going to give me a solid. No, it did not. Uh, oh. What happened, what we thought was going to happen, happened. Yeah, um, it was a little closer than I thought it was going to be, but at the end of the day, six to one wins, John Robb, and uh, yeah, not not awesome. No, and I told myself like I woke up in a different mood. I was like, I was like, I'm not going to let myself get sucked in to think uh, Taylor Montgomery has a fucking shot. I am not going to let myself get sucked in. Not going to do it. Started like two under through two. I was like, okay, fucking Rom left the door wide open on the front nine. Didn't do shit on those path fives. Yeah, and it just. I mean, he Montgomery missed Jaron, uh, Jaron from the fairway by eight inches, and then he hits the fucking flagstick. And watching on the replay, it comes down. If it drops an inch closer, it doesn't kick out to like the thirteen feet. And then the golf gods don't even give him the fucking birdie from eleven feet. And then, like, yeah, I mean, fucking shanks it in the goddamn water. Like, but I should, I should have just listened to myself. I just not even paid attention to that because I knew it was going to happen. It was a paid accomplice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, like I'm, I'm bitching despite that. Actually, I had a good betting week. Uh, I had an okay betting week. I did five, five, five of eight positions hit, up three units. I'll yeah. take that. I'll plus money. But, yeah, I think. I, like, yeah. but the problem is, like, like the fun of betting golf is the outrights. Yeah, like it's it's not legitimately how you're going to actually make money, but that's like the fun, exciting part of it. Is just you bet a guy out of 140 guys, and you're sweating it down to Sunday. And I've been saying this for the last, ever since the split in golf, just, yeah. I mean, you look at the winners going all the way back to the PGA. There's been two guys, two guys above 101 for one, everything yeah. else. It's been basically sub 30. JJ spawn and JJ spawn. Who was the other one? Was it Luke no, no, after, after the PGA. So Mackenzie Hughes was exactly a hundred. Oh, that's right. And Adam Svensson was a hundred. Other than that though, it's been at best 50 
Yeah, I mean, I think C. I think C. Wu would be more, a lot of guys got him in like forty five, and that was one. Yeah, that was the highest. That was the that was the longest shot that's fucking hitting forever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and gross. like, like, look, like, I, I, I'm gonna get my soapbox again because I every time I'm on a show or somebody asks me, you know, who's your long shot, who's your triple digit winner, like, and I understand that this event has bred long shot winners before, but. I, I I don't see a point of putting one on your card anymore. Just Not look either. at what's happening in golf. Look at the guys are winning. And sure, you know what? If there is a long shot winner and you're not on it, first of all, you're probably pretty bad at picking long shots. Anyway, you probably wouldn't have landed on the guy. <laughs> and second of all, it happens so infrequently now, and it's going to keep happening infrequently. As long as listen, we make fun of guys who are on live, they're still probably going to be, you know, if, if we if we put them in Amex right now. Abe Answer's odds are probably like 40 to 1. Like yeah. Jason Kokrak's odds are probably like 60 to 1. Yeah. Paul Casey's probably 50 to 1. Like, and a lot of these guys that we bet this week, your Cam Davises or Rosita Tagalas, <laughs> or like all those guys are probably pushed down to like 75, 80 to 1. Where now, and then some of the guys like 75 or now 100, like where those guys mm-hmm. that were long shots before are now in the middle there. Yeah, like, it's, gross. it's just. It, it, I don't see a point in doing it anymore. Like, like if you're if you're putting a triple digit on your card, like, like I, I think you're just wasting money at this point. I'm not saying a lot, like a, a long shot will never win, but like you have like a seven percent chance, like that tournament of all tournaments the entire year, that's when it's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't see a point in doing it. No, uh, I mean I agree with you. I take your long shots on uh, on some fucking top twenties, top forties, yeah. your first round leaders. Things like that, where guys, where guys can't come out of nowhere and play one good fucking round. You know what I mean? Like, you know, take a look at some matchups and things like that. I did okay with. Uh, I had done a whole lot of rounds around matchups. Um, I got burned on Friday. I did okay, yes. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, um, I, I mean, this tournament was a joke too. Like the hard course, same course. I mean, it played what? Like, it was not hard. It was minus two <laughs> right. and a half this week. Yeah, yeah, it was not hard. Like, the hard course was not hard. Like this thing, sh- this thing shouldn't exist anymore. It, it shouldn't. I, I do, like. I don't understand why it's still a pro am format. I don't understand why we need three courses. I don't understand why they have to go to La Quinta. Why? That, that I, like. Listen, I think you you said it. Like, let's just get rid of the fucking La Quinta. And yeah. like, if it's gonna be a pro am, fine. And what's funny is I heard, um, I don't know, one of the fucking guys on PGA Radio um, this morning. Uh, um, when I was driving around getting everything together before the uh, competition, uh, they were talking about why pro-ams are important, like for the AT&T and things like that. And it's because it's all the sponsors and this is a way to ingratiate themselves to the sponsors. I'm like, fine, that's fine. But how many of these fucking things do we need? You know what I mean? Like how many, how many things? All right. I mean, I, I think also even with like the AT&T, the prime has to end on Saturday. Yeah, dude. What, like I, I even thought I was like, I, it just looks so weird on a Sunday. And like I, I thought about it on Saturday. There was a there was an amateur guy, and Ron was talking to him after his shot. I was like, Ron wouldn't be talking to fucking Cam Davis. Like he feels like he has to talk to this fucking yeah. this corporate chill, fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Like I was like, man, how distracting is it for some of these other guys that have to shoot the shit with some schlub like me on a fucking tee box with his millions of dollars? <laughs> on? It's fucking stupid. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, fucking, it's fucking dumb. So yeah, look, like I mean. Betting wise is fine. Um, I don't like this trend in golf. That we're no. seeing it takes a lot of fun out of it. Uh, I don't want it to be like early two thousands. That was before I was betting, but that's when basically yeah. five guys had a shot to win every single week. And well, that's, everybody, it, that's it this week. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, I, I put together a little list 
Okay. Uh, I shared a little bit with you. I went a little <laughs> deeper. I'm just gonna I'm gonna hammer home. I think how shallow and crappy this dude. The back is. end. I was looking at this earlier. Holy shit! The fucking middle, the back end of this field is fucking trash. Yeah. Why Why, why don't we take a break first? And then, uh, I mean, uh, well, I'm done talking about Amex. Congrats, John Rom. Congrats to anybody who single bullet six to one. Uh, looks like you might try and go double or nothing at five to one next week. Uh, Tory. And uh, yeah, we'll take a break and then we'll. Uh, Start talking about uh, maybe my least favorite tournament of the year. Yeah, you. I know you hate this course. I hate this. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, listen. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here. Uh, we got conference championship next weekend. We got great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. If you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 and get $100 uh, limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long shot pile of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you got to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we, that we sent you. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions are over at winbet.com. Must be 21 and older and present in the state where winbet, winbet playthrough is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-47. All right. Well, that's not what Tory Pines. Well, let me add, let me let me ask. So, so I actually okay. want to ask you this. So obviously, Rob is fucking unconscious right now, right? You look at what he's done uh, around the world in the last couple months. Just absolutely unconscious. Uh, I mean, this is his favorite course, right? This is his favorite course on fucking PGA Tour. I don't know if I can just do a single bullet ROM at fucking five to one. Well, I was just going to ask you that. I mean, do you want to just admit to the audience what you told me this weekend? What? Oh, that I might be done betting outrights, period? You're done yeah. betting outrights. Yeah. I mean, I say that shit, but you know me. You I do. won't do it. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> it's like, well, that was going to be my suggestion. Like, like, just, just yeah. Bet, I mean, I'm going to look at the board. Bullet. Just bet the single bullet. But it's a hundred. It's so stupid. This is why I fucking hate this shit. Fucking five and six to one in a hundred and forty-three man field. Yeah, it's his favorite. He's playing lights out. But I was stubborn with Scotty last year too. I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I feel like this is like just a crisis of consciousness at this point. <laughs> like with fucking golf outright betting. Like, like there's no fucking right answer. I mean, they're just gonna keep losing fucking outrights, and the top of the board is gonna fucking get me. Uh, or I'm gonna, I'll bet the, I'll bet the top of the board, and somebody at twelve to one will hit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, double zero and roulette just keeps hitting, hitting. Over. For real, taking all the black and red. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's absolutely. I mean, absolutely. look, like, listen, you only have, you have one last day this week. Oh God! Um, fuck! Every, I forgot about that. Jeez. Well, that's why we're doing two next tomorrow night. Oh, oh well, I forgot about that. I forgot about that too. Sweet. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. So this is a Wednesday start. Uh, goes Wednesday through yeah, Saturday, which was pretty successful last year. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you're not going head to head with the NFL. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, it was an exciting finish last year. They got, I think, pretty lucky with with how that ended up playing out. But um, yeah, listen. So that's a positive to this thing. Uh, I like that. Uh, the top of the field field this week is really good. Um, so listen, yeah. you're be looking at DraftKings, you know, pricing. You're looking at the top of the board. Like, All right, great. Got Rom, got Fina, JT, Will Zalatoris. You got Xander. Did you see the Albatross? <laughs> Dude, I saw the highlight. That guy was fucking unconscious today. What did he, did he end up 10 or 11 on this? Uh, 10 under. Yeah, so you lost by two. Yeah, that, that was literally the perfect shot. <laughs> Dropped right, like two feet, like past the water, and just rolled right in. It was excellent. Uh, you got Morikawa, you got Sung Jay, you got Maxwell and Hideki. That's top of the list. 
Yep. And then I was like, all right. Because I start like you, I started looking at the rest of the film. Like, this isn't this is not great. <laughs> it's not great. Um not because great so this is not an elevated event. Uh, and also there's a really good field over in Dubai. Like Rory's gonna play it, Lowry, all the Euro Terror guys are are over there. I think Hovland's even playing that. So that's split. And then you got obviously the live guys aren't playing, who a lot of live guys used to play this thing, like DJ, Brooks, mm-hmm. Reed, Bryson. Um so I'm like, all right, why don't I try and name like the next, like, like the next two down? Uh, you got Taylor Montgomery, uh, your buddy, mm-hmm. shanked one in the water, uh, in contention. Uh, you got Jason Day, who I think a lot of people are gonna bat next week. Uh, hell yeah, he, yeah. Hell uh, yeah. you got Sahit Tagala, you got Matt McNeely, Kirk Kadiyama, Keegan Davis Riley, Cam Davis, Justin Rose, Ricky Siwoo, Taylor Pendrith. That's 12 more, yeah, and okay. You know, not all inspiring. And then I'm like, why don't I try and name like the next tier? So here's the names I think of the next tier. Uh Gary Woodland, everybody's favorite. Washed Wash. up Gary. Wash. Uh, he's in that list. Uh, you got Thomas Dietrich. I like Dietrich. All right, you got Dietrich there. Yeah, Hayden Buckley, who uh people bet last or uh almost got an outright on Sony. Yeah, Davis Thompson, Patrick Rogers, uh Luke List last year's winner, Adam Hadwin, Ben Griffin. Um and this is like we're basically just hitting now. That's the end of the top thirty of this field. So, so and there's still 110 players left. Uh, it's a bad field, the top-heavy field. Uh, odds are going to be garbage uh, for most of these top 20 players, um, and even more so because the first 10 are really, 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 really good players. Yeah. Um, listen, under 31 is going to win this week. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't know what to tell anybody. <laughs> it, that's that's what's gonna that's happen. Like, like like your decisions are gonna come down to who basically all right. If you want to stretch it out to 50 to one, fine, do that. Um just figure out who in that range is gonna be on the branding card, and then the rest is positionals. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Yeah. Matchups, man. I'm gonna have to really start grinding on the matchups, but I feel like I don't want to change my process on it just because I think I'm just gonna have to take more shots. Mm. I don't yeah. want to change my process because it's it's doing well. I think I just need to add more fucking matchups. To Listen, I think you just got to accept that uh, either add more matchups or just accept that this is just how it's going to be. You're going to grind out profits with matchups and and positionals and the outrights is going to be well. Did I hit the fifteen to one that I put at the top of my card this week? So gross. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Tory so Pines. It's it's uh, it's, a, it's a great course. Looks good on TV. Well, why don't I ask you? Okay. Uh, because everybody knows my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. On, uh, this, uh, this, uh, you know, it's it's a golf course. So, what what do you I'm, actually what do you actually like about this thing? This place? I don't. I, I just do it to, to bite at you and troll at you. Like I don't really give a shit. I, like it doesn't look it doesn't look good on TV. Um, no. I like the hat, of course, because that that. I guess just because it's not a birdie fest. I was confused. The South course is the hardest course. Yeah, so the South course okay. is the hardest course or the harder course. Only uh, PJ Nash of all tur- golf But it's courses. boring as fuck. Well, yeah. Well, all golf that, courses but, with at least five tournaments since 2015 is the second hardest. Not major venue, yeah. by the way. Second hardest right. in the PG Tour. Uh, but it's only, boring. Only behind it's the Honda Classic. It's so boring. Like the, yeah. I don't know. Well, there's like, no this. there's no penalty areas except for mm. on there's a water hazard on nine, and if you hit into a canyon, which takes some effort, it's just a right. lot of bogeys. <laughs> like yeah. you hit in the rough, you miss a green, you can't get up and down. Maybe a double if you screw up in the bunker, but like you don't see these like big 
car crashes, like eights, nines, right? Like, something like that. Like like at the Honda, you right. see that, Love you it. know, or yeah. like even this week with uh, poor SH Kim uh, taking four oh, times out of that out of a uh, abomination my, bunker. My wife had uh, happened to walk into the office uh, when that was going on. And she's like, is he still hitting it out of there? And she kept, she was like watching in awe. And she was like, I, I would just throw the ball up. I was like, you can't do that, babe. It's a tournament. She's like, then I just fucking quit. <laughs> I, was like, I, I, was like, I was like, I get it, babe. <laughs> oh, he might, he might have been triggered by just the patchy uh, Bermuda. Oh, that's sawed. What the God. hell is going on with that? So you see it, you see it down here like with like model homes and shit like that, or like new homes that get put in. Like they, they don't do the sod right. So as a... a when I was a firefighter, my side job was always like landscape and irrigation, you know, rough blue called fucking death and Savannah shit. And uh, what they do is they, they don't, they don't, you figure a ground screw would know how to do this, but there's no way they're pulling the roots down before they throw this on to get yeah. it to ca- catch easier. They're probably just chucking it down there. Half of it's fucking dead. You always see a half dead lawns down here. The company's going to come back out and put it down. I was like, if you just fucking scraped it with your fucking fingers. Uh, before you threw it down, it was fucking ninety percent better chance. Of yeah, I mean, honestly, it looked like I went to like Raymore and Flanagan or like a carpet store. <laughs> I just put down like brown carpet, just patches. <laughs> it, it looked horrible. Anyways, um, so Tory Pines, uh, William Bell Design opened in nineteen fifty-seven. Hey BK, hey BK said what's yeah. up. Sorry, hey, BK. <laughs> um, so opened in nineteen fifty-seven outside of a U.S. open or a U.S. Army base. I think it was an old airfield. Um. And then 2000, uh, the USGA had an appetite for municipal golf courses. You know, giving it back to the people. Grow the game, hashtag. Uh, so they took two municipals in Bethpage Black and Torrey Pines, and they gave it to a, a fellow named Reese Jones to, uh, you know, do a creative redesign and renovation of it. And his bright ideas was more bunkers and farther back tee shots or tee boxes. He did that on both, both golf courses. And he... Did it? I, I, listen, like Beth Page still has some interesting holes and in characters. I was going to say Beth Page is, yeah, is no, yes, not. I mean, not he this. had th- there was some good bones to work with this thing though. Like, so I put a flyover <laughs> of the PJ tour, and it just it just makes me just more mad at the thing. Like, like who would actually watch this video and want to pay five hundred dollar round, you know, ticket trip out to San Diego and then pay two seventy eight to play this thing? I don't know. So it's a um, narrow golf course. Jesus Christ, it's almost much as fucking sawgrass. Yeah, it's 278 for non residents to play. How much is it for residents? Uh, Probably super cheap, right? It is, I don't know. Because I know Bowser can play fucking uh, TPC uh, Summerlin out there in Vegas. He can play it for like fucking like 40 bucks. Yeah. Then honestly, I'd probably put Red Play Summerlin in this place. So, yeah, fuck yeah. All right. So, anyways, so among Sorry. the changes that Reese Jones did, uh, basically repositioned a lot of greens next to canyons, narrow the fairways, uh, grew up the rough, uh, you know, push back some tee boxes. Now it plays up to about 7,800 yards. Uh, it's going to play about 7,735 this year. I'll get to that a little later because there's been some weather issues that, uh, I don't know, maybe they might want to reconsider that yardage <laughs> given <laughs> how much rain they've gotten. Um, so I'll give you a reminder about what they've done recently is before the U.S. Open, uh, basically they want to try and dress guys just bombing gouging this place. So they brought mm-hmm. in Reese Jones again. They repositioned some fairway bunkers, moved them out a little bit. I, sh- I show a couple pictures about hole number one, how they, ch- they ended up pushing out a bunker uh, to be about 310 the landing zone. 
They also push the bunkers in to actually make it more narrow somehow. Instead of before, they used to be like a patch of rough and then bunkers. Now the fairways kind of bleed in a little bit to the bunkers. Um, and they wanted, quote unquote, accuracy to matter. And uh, through two years and two U.S. Opens or uh, two uh, Farmers Insurance Opens, hasn't really made a whole lot of difference. No, uh, Driving accuracy rates are down and bombers are still prevailing. Um, you did see Patrick Reed here, uh, you know, two years ago. I'll get, yeah, I'll, but he's like world, he's like world class. Like, like yeah. he's a scumbag, but his short game was always fucking ridiculous. Right. I mean, I'll get to that later. Like, there's a couple ways you can win here. So, um, growing the rough more and making it narrower did not dissuade anybody. Guys still are pulling driver over and over. And it, like, you look at last year's leaderboard. Um, Luke List wins, Zal Torres in second, Jason Day and John Rahman third, Tringali also in third. He's added some distance. Rose can actually hit it out there pretty good. Neiman finished in the top 10. Tower Montgomery is T11. Um, so he might be a pretty popular play considering how he uh, was this okay. year. I was going to ask you that, right? So I know course history matters. Yeah, not like crazy matters, but it fucking still matters. So, it, like, how many rounds do we have of Montgomery? putting on West Coast POA or this type of POA? Uh, I mean, three here. Right. This could be a question. Uh, I mean, I could, I could, yeah. So the greens at Silverado are bent POA. They're mostly California POA. Uh, that's really about it, though. Right. I mean, there's probably some Corn Ferry events that I don't know about that probably he I'll has, ask. Uh, I'll ask. I'll ask Jeff. I'll, ask, I'll see what he knows. He probably, He's a psycho with that fucking Corn Ferry stuff. the Corn Ferry stuff? Like, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, maniac. Even past my <laughs> so that's some of the changes they made to that, but I, it didn't really change the approach of how you want to play this thing. Bombers, as they'll get to, have a big edge here. Um, right. As far as agronomy goes, uh, so a lot of people are going to talk about how it's Kikuyu grass. You're going to hear that that a lot. Well, this time of year though, it's overseed. The Kikuyu, just like Bermuda, it's dormant, so it's rye overseed fairways, rye overseed, uh, rough. Typically, the rough, uh, this is another interesting uh, nugget about this tournament. So typically, it's three inches in length uh, because of all the rain they've gotten uh, over the last like couple months or so, and they're going to get rain again, I think, this week. Uh, the rough is going to be at three and a half inches, a little thicker what it usually is just because it had a lot of moisture. Uh, and actually, the uh, uh, superintendent said, uh, yeah, it's going to play real long and real tough. Uh, should be fun. And uh, I think his definition of fun on the golf course is different, uh, different, different than what the PGA guys want. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so, so basically it's going to be a 7,700 yard golf course that is really soft, really long with really thick rough. I mean, if you take a guy who's short off the tee, like he better have the best short game in the world being an elite putter on Poa. Like, like yeah. Patrick Green or Brant Snedeker. Oh, Snedeker. Yeah, you won, like my, twice a year. Yeah, I forgot. I, I feel like we, every year when we talk about this, I'm like, oh, yeah, Snedeker. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, well, Snedeker's one was crazy. I remember actually uh, uh, one of my first bets, I think this is in like 2016. That's when I started really starting betting on golf. Um, so Snedeker got in the clubhouse at like four under, and he was like three back of everybody. But it was horrible weather and they push in the Monday and the, the weather was worse on Monday. And so I bet Snedeker at like six to one overnight. 
And then everybody <laughs> just came right back to him. And I ended up winning. <laughs> nice. I'm like, hey, maybe I'm good at this thing. And that's actually how I kind of started game on golf. So um, so that's the south course. I'll get to a little more nuggets about it in a little bit. But uh, then there's the north course, which is basically a, a shorter version of the south course. Now, they did a, a renovation to it. A couple of years ago, uh, by the late Tom Weisskopf, who also did uh, TBC Scottsdale and, and uh, 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 TBC Craig Ranch, uh, they enlarged the greens a little bit. They removed uh, some fairway bunkers, moved a lot of trees, um, and they also flipped the nines. So they basically they wanted the back nine to play more along the coast. You know, it's yeah, it's 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 an okay routing, but I mean, it's kind of has the same pitfalls as uh, the South Course, really narrow. Uh, bunkers in the driving zones, um, thick rough. Basically, if you've seen one hole at Torrey Pine, you've seen them all. It's kind of just the same. All right, I have a narrow corridor with two bunkers on both sides. I'm going to hit into a multi-tier green guarded both sides by a bunker. Yeah, It's the same over and over and over. Oh, there's the ocean. That's cool. Uh, oh, I'm going to play another long par four. Okay, all right. So... Yeah, that's that's Tory Pines. Um, yep, pretty much. I, it. But I, what, but the other course is super easy. So it's it's it's, it's easier. Easy. It's easy. Uh, it's it's easier. Um, you can still screw it up, but yes, it's it, it's only seventy two hundred yards. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy. So, uh, I mean, the seekers out as far as like sh you know showdowns or anything. Guys, just you know Thursday and Friday, you're just gonna stack everybody yeah. in north. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, I think, uh, the Patrick Reed year, there was a definitive wave split where you wanted guys on Thursday playing the North course. Cause the weather was absolute shit on Friday that you couldn't mm -hmm. score on North, uh, and then we ended up winning that tournament. So, uh, watch for the weather. I think it's, it's going to be cold next week. Uh, I didn't see a whole lot of wind when I looked at it last week, but that could change. It's fucking, sad. uh, you'll probably have a, a fog delay. On Thursday, uh, you know that's for, really going to annoy us. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's Tory Pines in a in a nutshell. Um, oh, and then the greens they'll run about 12, 12 and a half on Sydney, which is a little you know it's it's about PG Tour average. That's kind of quick for Poe, especially with how some of these greens are. Uh, if you're on the wrong level, we talk to putt on them. I'll get to that in a little bit. Actually, I'll get no. to that right now. So, okay. Uh, so betting strategies. Corey Pines. Uh, I just mentioned the yardage. Uh, first of all, so some of the differences between you know the, the north and south course. Um, south course plays about 77, 65 yards this year. Uh, north course, 72, 58. Somewhere setups, thick rough, narrow fairways. Just one's a lot shorter than the other. Uh, the greens are also different. Uh, the greens are Poana on the south course, but they're bent grass on the north. So unfortunately, there's no shot link data over there. You're not really going to know how they do it, but that is different. It's going to be a different green type. So uh, maybe something to keep in mind if you're doing showdown or round matchups. Um, you know, if you see a guy who struggles on bank grass, um, you know, when they play the North, might be something to consider. Um, Torrey Pines has uh, the longest par fours and par, par fives as far as yardage uh, of any golf course that's hosted at least five tournaments since 2015. Uh, the only one, the only non-major venue that's longer was actually Vedanta Vallarta, the Mexico Open last year, which was also won by John Rahm, who is awesome here. Maybe it's not really a whole, you know, big coincidence uh, why he won both of them. Uh, 
South course, like we talked about, is one of the toughest golf courses in the PG Tour. Uh, only PJ National plays tougher. Of all tournaments, we released five uh, uh, golfers released five tournaments there since 2015. Plays on average about 1.1 over par. Last year, played pretty easy. I think it was softer, and there wasn't really a whole lot of wind. Um, but still played over par. You know, honestly, with the PG Tour, with how good these guys are, it's very rare to get to a tournament that uh, or a golf course that, unless it's really affected by wind, um, plays over par. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that a little bit this year. Uh, you know, sometimes the stadium course of not really great weather um, can play over par. It played, what, minus two and a half. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a tough test for these guys uh, just on its face, just because it's long, it's narrow. Um, you know, it's uh, the greens are really difficult to put on, which I'll get to in a little bit. Um, yeah. Let's talk about off the tee, though. So it ranks as the ninth toughest off the tee. Um, you know, even though everything's right out in front of you, it's, it's very defined. It's okay. I got to right. basically hit it towards this side of the fairway. I got to make sure I'm not in the bunker. These, these fairway bunkers too, like they're like puzzle pieces. You can get some really awkward spots, especially if it's a really long distance. Um, it's also kind of like a weird type of sand as well. I don't think these guys are used to hitting out of this type of sand. It's, um, but it's, uh, you know, it's right in front of you. It's just, it's narrow. It's thick, rough. Um, you know, on that, you know, on the driving actually rates well below PGA Tour average. The average is about 60%. The last year has been 58% because I think because of all the changes, you know, because, you know, narrowing it, the guy's like, all right, I'm just going to hit as hard as I can and just hope to get a good lie. Uh, so, yeah, the last two years, the red driving action rate has been down even more. Uh, only Quail, Hollow, Rivera, and Silverado have lower driving accuracy rates uh, than Torrey Pines. Uh, you got to hit driver. You can't avoid it. Otherwise, you're going to have 220 into every par four. Right. Uh, or if you're Ryan Armour, you're going to have 275 <laughs> into par four. <laughs> uh, but even though I, uh, this is interesting, um, that even though that there's really thick rough at Torrey Pines, there isn't much of a penalty to actually hitting in the rough versus hitting from the fairway. Like Data Golf, I, I like this stat. They actually compare uh, your strokes gain per approach shots from hitting from the fairway versus the rough. And listen, there is a natural penalty to doing it, but it's about PGA Tour average as far as like the penalty for being in the rough and being in the fairway. It's actually about the same as like Wiley, which is strange. So, and I, and I was thinking about why, and I'm like, well, it, it's pretty, even if you're in the fairway, still pretty long approach shots. Uh, these are smaller greens on the south course. They're smaller greens, and they're quadrant, you know, they're, they have quadrants to them. So if you're on the wrong level, it's hard to like, you know, maybe put up, you know, and get up and down. You know, there's a lot of three putts here. Or, you know, because they're small, it's longer approach shots. You know, there's probably a good chance you're going to miss the green anyway. And if you're in the rough, you're probably going to miss the green. So you're going to end up being in the same place pretty much as a guy who might be in the fairway in the rough, you know, trying to get up and down. So, and you see a lot of that on this golf course. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about is uh, the putting as far as like, you know, just stats before we get into uh, like skill sets and approach shot stuff. Um, the South course are the toughest. They are the toughest uh, greens to put on from under five feet and five to 15 feet on the PG tour. Um, and that's because of the Poana, uh, you know, this West coast Poana, it's bumpier, it's inconsistent. It's not like a lot of the Poana you see on the East coast. It's a little, runs a little smoother. There's a lot of luck involved in putting on this Poana. Um, you know, if you hit the wrong bud, even if it's a perfect, perfect putt, it's going to go offline. Um, you know, it's going to be, 
you know, that's why you see like a guy like Luke List. He won here last year. Okay. Fucking amazing, by the way. Or Will Zalatoris <laughs> last year. Like, I mean, he's got his tr- fair share of troubles and some he, certain he looks, he, he looked okay. So he kind of did. He, let's take a look. Did he fade over the last? He two days? was like thirteen under or so. He was hanging around like the top like forty ish, I think. Didn't I get? Wasn't I getting blod by people who were like such a stupid take that he can't make that many birdies? I'm like, yeah, well, fucking can't. I have no idea. Were you getting heat online from that? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> did, I, maybe did you just maybe, make that up? I might have just made it up. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's say look at the relative skill set chart. I put that in my uh, my article. Listen, no surprise. Uh, a high correlation of success and guys who are really long off the tee. Just based on how I described it. Like anytime we have come to a long, narrow, thick, rough golf course. It seems like the results are already like predetermined. Like if you hit it a mile, you hit it really long, you have an edge on everybody because especially like with greens like this, they're smaller and they got quadrants. Cursor, I'm going to get to it, buddy. Okay. I have an odds projection. We'll do it at the end. Okay. I've already talked about it with my co host here. All right. Just wait. Just let me get through my speed. Okay. I didn't even notice that shit. I was watching the game. There's right. Brian. All right. All and, right. Anyways, there's a, there's a huge edge to be long. Uh, as far as like approach shots, like listen, like there's not a huge correlation. There's some guys who've been really good with their irons, really bad. Uh, guys have been really good around the green. Guys have been not. Uh, it seems like if you just if you're really long, and you're like pretty good at like maybe your irons or putting or irons and around the green, we've seen that combination work really well here. Uh, you know, work for Luke List. You work for a guy like John Rahm is really good all around game. Or we've seen Brant Snedeker, Patrick Reed, who if it's a year that. Like basically, everyone's missing fairways. A lot of people are missing greens. They're just better at getting up and down than anybody else in the PGA Tour. That's how they end up winning this thing. So, I think that's kind of what I'm looking for as far as like either outright or positionals is if you hit it a mile, if you're like Wyndham Clark, probably gonna be interested, or a Patrick Rogers, or if you're somebody who is just really good at getting up and down. Listen, there's a lot of really bad. Players. We just lot- we just talked about n- not fucking betting fucking long shots. What is Wyndham Clack? No, no, positionals. Oh, oh, like <laughs> oh, like yeah. um, seventy to one. So gross. It's it's bad. Uh, or if I see a guy who's just like like a Steven Yeager, I think like a guy yeah, who just nice. gets up and down can't hit a fairway if his life depended on it. Shitty with his irons. Like, but it can save strokes that way. That might be something to do with like a top 40 bet, but like otherwise for an outright, it's probably gonna be a longer hitter. And then the last thing, uh, approach shot uh, proximity is 68, 68% of your approach shots come from over 150. Um, it's pretty even split between 150, 200, 200 plus. I'm probably gonna break up both buckets and just take a look. Uh, you know, if you're deficient, maybe for 150, 200, but you're really good at 200 plus, uh, or you're kind of balanced, I'm gonna look at that. But yeah, don't look at anything under 150. It's not really going to matter a whole lot. Um, my matter, it's, it's probably going to matter a little more on the North Course, but that's not the type of profile a guy that usually wins here. Usually, a guy who's the Jaeger sucks here. Whatever, I, dude, I just I, I know, mentioned I, a, I mentioned a guy who it just gets up and down. Okay, sorry, I don't know his exact <laughs> strokes gain number, buddy. <laughs> Do you want to chime in with anything here, or can I get to Brian Kirshner's question? You can get to Brian Kirshner. All right, let's go with odds projection. Okay. I think, all right, let's ask you, you first, because I've done a lot of talking. Yeah. Uh, what's Rom going to be, you think? Five to one. I agree. I think five to one. Uh, who's next after him? 
Read me the fucking stuff. So again. you're top of the world. You got Fino, JT, Zalatoris, Xander, JT, JT, JT will be nine or ten. Fino will be. I, I think Fino is going to be second. So I think JT just because of name recognition. Okay. Like, All right. Exactly. So JT twelve to one. And then I think yeah, 10, 10 or twelve to one. I think then Fino twelve or fourteen. Yeah. Um, who's who else we got? We got yeah, uh, Zalatoris, Xander. I think Xander is going to be fifteen to one based on how he's Xander will be yeah, Xander will be between fourteen and eighteen. Zalatoris, Zalatoris, eighteen probably because he, he so you know he got second last year, but he didn't play all that great this yeah, year. Yeah, but the books, so. the books, the books know all those golf fucking rejects. <laughs> um, I mean, but what's always, he like? Always was he like thirty to one a century though? Yeah, but nobody had seen him yet. Okay, what was he this week? Yeah, was he, like, he was like twenty. Yeah, I think he's gonna be hanging around eighteen twenty. That's fine. All right, I think Morikawa's gonna be twenty, like, that, just because I, I think guys are gonna be scared of the fact that he's so short off the tee. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I would say Homa is probably like twenty-two to one. Yeah, that's not a bad one either. Hideki is like twenty-eight to one. So the cursor said he'll come if Zal's fucking eighteen. I think Zal will be eighteen. I think he's gonna be like. 16. You can only put so many guys under the. You can only put so many guys underneath fucking. 20. Yeah, when when a guy like Rom is five to one, like. Yeah. I I think it's, I think it'd be eighteen. Uh, maybe Hideki pushing closer to thirty. I think Montgomery's gonna be thirty. I'll bet him again this week because I'm a fucking loser. Bet Day's gonna be. He'll end up at thirty. Can you imagine betting fucking Jason Day at thirty to fucking one? Listen, he had a decent fall. He's got a great a story history. I don't think people care. are going to bet him. I think so the wrong stupid. people are going to be on Jason Day this week. So stupid. Uh, be the worst. Let's see. I think uh, Heath will probably be 50. Matt McNeely, maybe he'll be around 45, 50. Uh, Egan will probably, dude, be, Egan will probably be 45 to 1. Bet that loser, too. No question about it. Yeah. Cam Davis, even though he sucked last week, he'll probably be fifty-five <coughs> to one again. I'm done. I'm done with that fucking Australian prick. I'm done. <laughs> he was awful this week. Everybody fucking loved him. terrible. I mean, now I know why he's only been contention like four times in two years. Yeah, because he blows. Guys, guys, empty calories. Exactly. You look at him on the stat sheet, and that's it. I should have listened to you when you said he's only been. I, I, I did. I heard you say it multiple times to me last week. You were trying to give me a red flag. Well, I mean, I even I even bet it too, and then I realized the world bet him. Right. I was like, "Oh, well, this is going to work out yeah. awful." That always, but that influences me too. I got to stay the fuck off of Twitter Monday morning. Is what I got. No, I guess I got to send you that sheet with with how many times yeah, yeah, these yeah. guys been in contention the last two years because like yeah. it, it'll help you. And then, all right, I mean, I bet like a Hayden Buckley will be like a seventy because he, you know, he almost won Sony. He's got some pop too. Will Gordon, he may be like. 80 to 1, 90 to 1, I think. Why is John? Listen, I know John. So John is just down here, like, congratulating guys and shit. There's still six seconds left, man. Shit can happen. Don't be down. Don't be coming down from your box. Does do the nice of the game? Do the nice of the ball? No, I don't got the ball yet. So why are you fucking down here congratulating people? I don't know. I don't like it. There's six seconds left. So Cowboys had the ball. Six seconds left. I think they're like a 35, 40 of their own. Maybe okay. I, I All right. Well, I got Niners minus three and a half. Yeah. That's so, so, what. Listen. It's been, it's been a bad NFL I'm week with you, your boy. <laughs> it's actually been pretty. It's been okay for me. All right. Um, All if right. I didn't waste, if I didn't, I waste way too much money on first down. Fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. Is that is, is that like people betting over hundred to one in golf? That's that's the equivalent for football for you. Just wasting money. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Um, I got nothing else. I think this is a very clearly defined week. And I, I don't really know what else to say. I don't really... I, it's probably going to be someone under 30 to 1. Like we talked about at the top of the show. Absolutely going to be somebody under 30. Like, I, look at this field. Like, good luck. Like, I, 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 there is a universe where somebody in that third tier could win, but like, no. I, no. Like, I'm, if I miss the boat on like somebody 150 to 1 this league, I, I don't give a shit. No, I don't care. I don't no. care. Like, I don't, I don't care. care anymore. Like, no. the same reason I laid off the first touchdown bet tonight. Like, I wanted to play Schultz, but if I miss out on a 6 to 1, Fucking Schultz. I don't give a shit. Like, who cares? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. That dude got lit up. That was awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, dude, that dude got stuck. All right. Um, All right. You got anything else? Right. No, nah, man. That's it. Uh, so, condensed schedule this week, like you said. I forgot about it until you said it. Uh, yeah, back to back again. tomorrow, buddy. Yeah, back tomorrow's to back betting. Tomorrow. By the way, so tomorrow's betting show, it, it's going to be similar to what we mm-hmm. did last year. It's going to be different. It's going to be us. Well, I think it's going to be a lot easier than last year. Last year, we went through like the outright board. We're like, all right, we could. I could see myself no. betting these guys. Yeah, I got to feel it's going to be more probably speculation about like who we're betting positions. Like yeah, that's going to be I'm, more. Like, and, the, I, and I'll, I'll be like, part. here, guys, I'm ta- Yeah, here, here, guys, I'm targeting in matchups or fading and things like that. Yeah, like, like I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I, I think I could see myself going, Finau, Homa, and that's the outright card. Yeah, That's I don't hate that. I don't yeah. hate that. I could, like, I, it'd be, I could, I could, I could see myself going just Xander if you know, see if I could catch that Xander wave. Okay, you could do that. I gotta see what the numbers are gonna be. And my numbers are gonna be out two hours before the show, and they're gonna be shittier than everybody else's because I fucking live in Florida. And God forbid we can, the, the, you can smoke fucking bath salts and fucking eat people's faces, but you can't fucking lay down a fucking legal bet. How long Thanks, ago was that? Get, that's get a, your that's shit a, that's to a good reference, together. by the way. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. People thought the zombie apocalypse was upon us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they got they got shot three times and Jesse kept coming. Yeah, man. Literally, Dude, I saw literal a, zombie. Dude, I saw a video the other night. Uh, I, I, it was it was like this older white cat too, and he was like swinging a club at a cop. Cop shot him like fucking five times. Like it wasn't the greatest grouping, right? But he still hit him in the fucking torso five times before, and he kept coming at him, and he finally went down. But he was like an older, like looked like a like a I don't know, looked like a fucking banker. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just looked, it didn't look like. And I was like, what the fuck? Everybody's like, what the hell was he on? But and I showed my wife, and she was like horrified. And I was like, oh yeah, sorry, I, you're not used to seeing dead bodies. Like, <laughs> my bad. It doesn't it doesn't bother me a bit, but you, yeah, my bad. Sorry. Have fun sleeping, baby. Love you. Well, that's great. We have this show. <laughs> yeah, man. Whatever. There you go. All right. No, I got nothing else. We'll I don't see think anybody listens night. to the. I don't think anybody listens to the end anyway. We should actually. We should actually make some sort of game out of it and see if people listen to the end. Probably should. Yeah. I I I, I told Jeff Nagel a couple weeks ago. I'm like, you should start. We're gonna start burying Easter eggs because I know you don't listen to the end. So, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder what I sound like on one and a half speed because that's how everybody listens to podcast, right? I wonder if people yeah, are able to so. listen to me speak at one and a half speed. So I, I've been told I was a, uh, a, a fast talker, so I probably yeah, go super, super, super fast. Yeah. One and a half. You might have I, to like adjust it for me. One and a half for you and like three quarters for me <laughs> to understand it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let, let's end well, the show. Mush, mush, mush chiming in with a huge NFL weekend. Congratulations, Mush. Love you, buddy. All right. Other than that, we'll see you guys on back-to-back shows tomorrow live. The pause will both be out. Uh, late Monday night or early Tuesday morning, depending on uh, what side of the coast you're on. Other than that, whatever, decent week, but bullshit that 
fucking six to one hit again. And uh, whatever. Fucking break them pushes.